The dog pound watched the Browns lay down. The Miami Dolphins couldn't wait for some Miami golfing. The Cowboys played like clown boys. The city of Detroit yelled, wham, bam, thank you, Rams. Are the Steelers putting out feelers for spiritual healers? And everybody's invited to the farewell party for the Eagles at the Regal Beagle. Next on the Round the Couch. What an intro. It was rhyming. It was styling and profiling. Welcome, everyone, to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. Check us out at dvrpodcast.com. All the great podcasts we're doing. Heath and I are covering True Detective Night Country. That's blowing up. Um, Ando and I just did Murder at the End of the World. We got a lot of things going over there, but tonight we're talking football. You can also become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash DVR. Boys, we're all here. We got Brett did the intro. We got Solo here. He's he's sad. I'm going to be doing most of the hosting because Solo is spent from yelling at his fucking TV, watching that Cowboys game, that atrocity, which even pissed me off. We got Ando, who's happy that Jodie Foster was wearing a Vikings hoodie on True Detective. <laughs> We're all it's the here. highlight of the season for the Vikings. Yeah. Oh well, we had six games because of the rescheduling of the Buffalo game due to snow. We had three days in a row of two playoff football games. At the same time, I was locked into my house because there was a snowstorm and an ice storm. So it was just like the whole family was locked in. My wife was, she had to be a part of it regardless. It was a lot. I don't, I don't know. Let's start with you, Ando. What did you think of this three days of football playoffs? Not, not that like one good game, but still it was playoff football. Yeah, it was, I actually liked, I mean, I didn't have to work on Monday because I'm self-employed so I can kind of set my own schedule. So I liked having that Monday afternoon game. Wish the games would have been better, like you said, but I liked it spread out a little bit like this instead of four games on one day or three games on one day. So I enjoyed that part of it. I wish the games would have been a little bit better, like I said, but otherwise I, I liked I liked it being spread out. Like I said, playoff football was great. It's just it's too bad that five of the games weren't that great. I'm I had a question for you guys. Do you think there's because we've had issues like this before, is there too many playoff teams? Would it be better to eliminate one or two and have better games all around? Yeah, I, I did not like it when they expanded a few years ago. I like having the two buys per conference, the six teams per conference. 12 out of 32 is a good number. It's about a third of the league, so you actually have to be good. Once you get up to 14 out of 32, that's almost half the league that makes the playoffs. So it's just I've noticed the first round the last few years, there's been a ton of blowouts in the first round, way more than – previous decades Mm -hmm. so my personal preference would be to kind of shave off the those two teams they added yeah i mean we know why they did it money 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 Mm -hmm. money Mm -hmm. and exclusively on peacock (laughs) yeah Yeah, oh god exclusively i i will say this uh especially with the play being down and of course half the quarterbacks in the league aren't good it's going to be underscored even more. Uh, yeah. And let's face it. I mean, 
if we had it the old way, the Packers wouldn't have been in the playoffs and Dallas still would have lost. But it, it's, yeah, it, it's too much. I mean, I remember in 2020, the Cowboys had such a bad year with all the injuries and losing Dak and everything that they could, with the expanded playoffs, I couldn't even make that. Same with my Angels. But uh, that's 2020. That's in the past. My teams are winning now, right? No. But uh, yeah, no, good, good question, Ando. Um, I, for me, with these, all these games this weekend, it's really hard because Saturday I enjoyed even those blowouts and whatnot. I was still like, all right. And then Sunday, I really wanted that Bill Steelers to get geared up for the Cowboys game. That wasn't there. So, of course, the Cowboys are the first game of the day. That stunk. I didn't even watch the Sunday night game after that. I'm actually watching it now. Um, and then so Monday, I the only good one. That's all. The yeah. Time. I missed the only good game that shows you how screwed I am. My football life. Yeah. yeah I missed the only good game. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I watched some yeah. of Monday and then Axel, it was like at night, I, I didn't see the second half and I was looking at it on my phone and I was like, wow, cry Eagles cry. And I liked that, but I did watch, <laughs> I have watched every game since then, except for the Rams lie. So I don't know why I've been saving it. Yeah, yeah. I got um for that for the Lions Rams game. The only good game I didn't end up watching that until much later, and uh, I may have gotten spoiled by another football watcher in the house inadvertently. But, we, but he's new or to the it. text we chain. We won't blame him. No, no, well. you guys never spoil me. I'm good. I don't look at. If I don't, if I, I, I learned this long time ago. <laughs> he knows better. No, if I, if there's something that I delayed, I just don't look at my phone. I just put it under the couch or I put it in a drawer and I just don't look at my phone. And that's what it I did. It comes back but, to roughly 73 text messages in our yes, other group chat when exactly. he finally comes up. <laughs> put it around on. the couch is what I do. I put it around the couch. <laughs> yeah. I put it in the one couch. One thing I'll say, Folo, is what pisses me off, even in the playoffs, Damn, ESPN gives me fantasy updates of my guys in the red zone. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not even in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, and so I have to shut everything off if I'm on a delay. Like, iPad, phone, under the couch. Yep. Yep. Well, I thought that it was fun. And I like all the games. And I like the additional playoff game. Did we get a lot of blowouts this year? Yes. I don't think it's going to be like that every year. I think there were some circumstances surrounding each game. Sometimes that happens, uh, but still I like it. I thought it was pretty awesome to have that much football. And actually, on Tuesday, I was like, shit, what the fuck am I going to do with my life now? (laughs) I'm waiting for the game. It worked out. I had to tell my wife, she was like, is there another game on tonight? I was like, no, it's not until the weekend, honey. There's only like, what, how many games are there left? Four, seven games left, including the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Damn. And the Pro Bowl that games. Wow. And the pro, well, <laughs> the Pro Bowl games I'm actually looking forward to. All right. Well, let's get to it. Uh, let's see. Well, how I was going to say. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, bro. let Brett speak. Just, um, for God's sake. quick. It... <laughs> It worked out this year that a lot of people had Monday off because of the MLK holiday. So having an afternoon game and a night game, that worked out. But it's not going to be like that every year because actually next year, we touched on this in the love seat, I believe, last episode. 
MLK holiday falls on the 20th next year. And the, the season actually starts a few days earlier because Labor Day is early next year. So everything kind of shifts. So MLK holiday would be the divisional round of the playoffs next year. So if they did want to do mm-hmm. keep the whole two games on Monday thing, it's going to be while people are at work, one of those games. And I'm, so I'm not sure if that they're actually going to, I know popular opinion is that maybe they should switch to this permanently and have three three day consecutive days of two games, but I'm not sure if that's feasible unless they, they won't do that. They shift the Brett, calendar around a little bit. They won't do that. I don't think because of um, they would have to. Well, I guess you could. It would be a short week, right, for one of the games, or you get or you get long if you did Monday and Sunday is what you're saying. If the AFC Championship, NFC Championship, is that or a divisional? Well, no, no, the wild card round. The wild card. Where there's six games, having two. Right, you would say do it in the day. divisional as. Oh, I see what you're no, saying. No, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, if they wanted to keep it the same as this year, you'd have to do it during the wild card round when there's six games going on. But oh, okay, gotcha. But, but okay. some years that's going. If you're trying to use that on an MLK holiday, where a lot of people have. Oh before, no, holiday. That's right, not gonna. Right. That's not gonna yeah. work. Uh, you know, I think I think they could do it though, like they do some of the times when they do those Monday night doubleheaders, where they'll have one game start, say like at seven Eastern, and then have the West Coast game like at start at nine or ten. Like I the, just like hope a, they wouldn't run them cons- like at the simultaneously. Like yeah, they did. Oh no, that would suck, dude. You can't that's run what I mean, two like if playoff the, games at the same time. Yeah, like, probably not because of the no, East Coast. And they've though, never done no, that. Well, that's For true. The, the East Coast is the yeah. is the number just one because market. it's the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, and, you're right. You know, they, reporters uh, be like, "I gotta be up till two a.m." They would be poaching themselves during the regular season when there's so many games. I think an experiment like that on yeah. Monday is yeah. like because there's actually talk. I've heard or I read something that they're thinking about expanding Monday nights and and doing like four to six games on Monday night at the same time. So you have, so it's kind of like what they're doing on Sunday. So it gives them another thing where like, you're looking at fantasy football, blah, blah, blah. Like it's a whole night, like we own Monday. So that's why they were doing that experiment of running them at the same time, because maybe they then break it out and do two early two later. So like on the West coast, it would start, I guess at like four o'clock and then another one at seven or so. I don't know. That's uh-huh. kind of still, that's very late to start a game at 10 o'clock. You know, though, if, if they did that and they stopped doing the have 10 games on at the early slot on Sunday afternoons yeah. all the time, They'd I'd be okay be with that. Yep. I yeah. agree with you, Andy, but not a playoff. You could not run two simultaneous playoff games. That would, I think would be, no, no, yeah. they would be poaching well, themselves. Big you know? They have done that a couple of times though on wildcard weekend. I don't. They didn't do it this year, but I think I want to say it was last year or the year before on Saturday. The early games, I think they did two at a time for some reason. No, I don't. I, don't think, I think so. I don't one think of those. So. I'm pretty sure one of the years they have. I mean, okay. they didn't last long because they obviously obviously didn't do it this year. But it's I possible. think it has happened. Yeah, it's maybe, maybe yeah, I don't remember they had that. To push happening. a game back due to weather or something. That, that would be the only thing. Oh, you yeah. know what, Ando? I bet you could be right in the fact that it was. Because a storm was coming in, a hurricane or something, they pushed it earlier. Well, that, that is, could be. That could have been it. Because I know they wouldn't schedule two at the once. There's no way. But it, but you're right, Brett. I think if it was weather, I almost, I don't know if that was a regular. I'm sure it's happened in the regular Maybe season weather. plenty of times. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I remember something getting pushed earlier because they knew the next day was going to be, I don't know, a storm. A storm's coming. A storm is coming, baby. Well, all right, guys, let's talk about the games. We only had six games. Um, Of course, we had the Texans, Chiefs, Packers, Bills, and Bucks all win big. We had a close game between the Rams and the Lions. Uh, let's see. We got some notes here. Ando did Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen back on track, but you want to just kind of talk about the games like Brown's yeah. just, I mean, there's just I think that's, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Actually, what we can do, we can use the notes as a reference, but do it yeah. organically and talk and hit the points yeah, let's without do saying it. we're let's, looking at yeah. the notes. Yeah. So look, first time QB <laughs> CJ Stroud, just man. Took it to the Browns. Their defense did not show up. Joe Flaccid would needed Viagra. This was just a <laughs> whooping from beginning to end. I don't think the Browns were really ever in this game. It felt to me like the Texans were just toying with them. And I even think the score of 45 to 14 makes it sound closer than it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. It was a massacre. Well, yeah, I think I mean, it was pretty close in the first half, and uh, yeah, Brown had, had the lead had a, for like a minute. <laughs> right, yeah, right? yeah, they had, they, they missed a chance to score. I think late in the second quarter, which would have, which would have pulled them ahead or pulled them even, or I mean, it would it was it was relatively close in the first half, but then the second half was just all te- all Texans. But yeah, actually, you're right because even though I think the Browns might have had a brief lead or down by three, it it never felt like right. they were going to win the game. Uh, and I'm like, awesome, glad I picked the Browns. I mean, <laughs> I had it in my head. You know, I think a lot of us did. Browns, Ravens, ooh, what a story! But you know what? We missed the lead. The Texans, what a story! And the Texans came to play. They they pounded the Browns. Joe Flacco, what a great story! But it just goes to show you, come playoff time, things are different. And for a rookie quarterback to win his first playoff game against supposedly the greatest defense since the Dallas – no, not the Tampa Dallas, Bay Buccaneers, the, the Bears, NFL's little – um, That <laughs> impressed the hell out of me. D'Amico Ryans, I am – you know, I'm not going to be a huge Texans fan, but I'm going to enjoy watching the Texans. Let's put it that way. Um, D'Amico Ryan's. I love seeing young coaches who just got got the it factor, kind of like a young McVay when he, what he did with the Rams and stuff early on. Um, it just it really impressed me. And C.J. Stroud, and I didn't realize like he was saying in an interview or someone was talking about how they made fun of him because of his hair. He didn't look like a traditional quarterback or whatever, and he's a God fearing man or whatever. Um, what? And you know. Or I think that's what it's called. Or when you really love the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Solo's going down a trip here. Well, anyway, whatever it is, I'm like, you know what? I was like, I didn't realize he was getting that much flack. I'm like, I loved him even more. Because I'm like, you know, be you. Yeah. Be you. That's what this world's about. And he can ball. Oh, he's fucking awesome. He's awesome. I'm a, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a CJ believer now. I mean, not that I wasn't, but I, I'm a, fa- I'm a huge fan. Cause now I know like, you know, the guy just, oh man, he's just impressed the hell out of me. Yep. Yep. And uh, what do you got to say about this game? It was, I said Stroud was Stroud looked awesome. And that, I mean, I've watched the Browns defense to know they're, they're a good defense, but he shredded them. I mean, he was making, 
of the two young quarterbacks, I thought he was much more impressive just because of he was making a lot more difficult throws than Love was and just making plays that I don't know. I can't even describe how for as young as he is to be that poised and yep. just, oh man, I was just super impressed with Stroud. I don't even know what else to say. I think it was all Stroud. I think with a lesser quarterback, I don't think – I mean, I think that was the whole reason why they played so good because Stroud is just a – he's a game-changer kind of quarterback. I, I can't wait to keep watching him. Yeah, and the thing that surprised me is the Browns' defense just – I guess they they have this thing about being at home like we thought the Cowboys did, right, Solo? But it didn't matter there and whatever. The Browns huh? what? get – I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, okay. Just, you get it. It's just playing. I'm playing. It's just – uh, Every time Solo hears the word Cowboys, he's going to black out momentarily. Yeah, Solo. yeah. I, I blacked out. Did I get abducted by aliens <laughs> just now? I don't know. All right. Well, not too much more to say about that game. We've talked about it. Let's move on to the Dolphins at the Chiefs. Of course, Lachlan was really into this game, and it didn't take long to see. We knew how injured the Dolphins were. It would have been very fun if we could have seen this game with the Dolphins not so banged up. I mean, Tyree Kill just uh, it did not look like him. And Tua was just not on target. Chiefs win 26 to 7. Mahomes was like, fuck this. I'm taking this ball myself. He's running now. I mean, he was just, and what's his name? Uh, what's the Dolphins uh, receiver, that rookie again? Uh, I always forget his name. Rookie? The Chiefs, you mean? Oh, the Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm sorry. The Chiefs receiver. Um, yeah, what the heck is his name? Ray Rice. No, Rashi uh, Rice. Rashi Rice. Rashi Rice. Yep. Eight receptions, a hundred thirty yards. His girlfriend in the elevator. No, oh, Jesus, yeah. that was terrible. Yeah, and oh. a touchdown. Kelsey, though he dropped a couple, it looked like to me. He uh, was seven for seventy-one, and the Chiefs' defense is really, I think, what's pull, giving them the opportunity. It was a good game, but another blowout. That that Josh Allen thing, I thought he looked pretty damn impressive there, but I'm still trying to figure out whether he's actually back on track or if he was just beating up on that Dolphins defense that has like half Josh the Allen? starters out. You mean Mahomes? Or Mahomes. Sorry, Mahomes. Okay, I got scared. Sorry. I'm like, yeah. did I really get abducted no, and miss no, the whole no, 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 season? No, excuse okay. me. <laughs> the, Cowboys, the Cowboys poisoned your tea solo. They, they I was already looking forward to vodka. next week. <laughs> I feel like Taylor Swift uh, going through the, the press the, – the skybox there. All well, actually, you know what? It actually could apply to Josh Allen and the Steelers too, with Watt out and their defense down too. Are those? T- That's why I put in the notes. Are they, are they actually back on track, or did they beat up on teams that maybe shouldn't have even been in the playoffs? It's a good question, Andy. It's a good question, and we'll see. Right? We'll see this weekend yeah. because that's that's a great point with both of these games. And uh, I don't know, Brett, you or. or uh, Solo, you have Go anything to else to Go say to about the Chiefs? Dolphins? I got one thing. I got one thing, but I want Brett to speak first, and then I'll close it out. Hit it. Yeah, the Chiefs looked uh, like the old Chiefs to me. I mean, I think Mahomes is playing like what possibly the best quarterback in the league again, like he seems to do every time January rolls around. So, uh, no, nah, I'm I'm a believer in the Chiefs. Oh, Mickey Dolan's Neil Diamond. Um, and I saw her face. I'm a believer. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't know. I didn't know the youngsters on this pod with me. I don't know if they get my monkeys. No, we had monkeys references. references way in the beginning of, of the season. Oh, that's right. You couldn't that's leave right. her if you we tried. 
Oh, by the way, I, I, by the way, and oh, I'm going to say this. Oh, go ahead. Uh, let me. I'm sorry. I just uh, no, but this is very important to Ando. To, I, do, I don't want to correct you in the middle of interrupting solo, but I'm going to do it anyway. You have <laughs> you have Brett at five and one this week, but you have him down as the dolphin. He oh, the, the dolphins, dolphins! I miss. Yep. Yeah. So Brett's four and two as well. Well, you know what? Brett usually uh, fact checks me when I make a mistake, but surprisingly, he Not didn't mention that one today. So I hadn't even looked at the chart. <laughs> no, I had already known that we, the three of us, were four and two. I would, I would have yeah. called, called myself. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, all I'm going to say exclusively on this pod: if I have to, if I have to hear exclusively from NBC one oh, more f in time, and. It was just like, you know, okay, we get it. We get it. Peacock. We got it. And then you're on NBC. They're doing the whole pregame on NBC. Then as well. And then for a half hour, they show the game with a box of them talking. Okay, you better change the channel in 30 minutes. It was just like, dude, relax. And we know Peacock got good ratings and stuff. But my God, honestly, it was overkill. I almost didn't want to watch the game. Because of it, it just you know, was so annoying. The and weird thing is, say, too. Oh, go ahead, Brett. Well, I just I wanted to share my experience. Um, oh, real yeah, quick. that's right. Because hey, Jimi Hendrix, I was uh, I was spending the weekend in downtown Atlanta, so I was pl- getting I was looking forward to watching this game in a sports bar. Well, a very popular sports bar that I used to go to a lot went in there. Didn't even think about it. Ordered dinner. It was like ten till eight. Eight o'clock rolls around. They're not putting the game on the TV. So I asked. Sure enough, they don't have Peacock, and they're not going to air the game. <laughs> so I, I call another sports bar within walking distance. It's also very popular. They said the exact same thing. I was at this point, I was I was stunned. Uh, eventually, my the fourth bar that I found did have the game on. It was like a, it was like a hole in the wall bar too. But it, hey, I was happy to fi- finally find a sports bar with the game. But I wonder if the NFL's numbers are going to reflect the fact that there there were tons of popular sports bars where people would normally be going to watch a game that were not able to watch this game. Yeah, that's a good point, Brett, because I remember when I was in the bar business, our our hotel bar, um, we never had it. We didn't get NFL Network because they because the cable company or satellite wanted to charge the hotel too much to carry it and bars do get charged a lot of money to carry fights. So I don't know how it is with apps now, whether or not you're a pit, but that's, it's like the Nielsen ratings. Every day. How do you account for 300 people in a bar watching? What if 300 people in the bar watch 90210 and not the game? Does the mm-hmm. Nielsen ratings know about that? Like it just, that always bugged no. me, but like, yeah, it, I don't know. I don't know. Which... Accurate. I remember Ando was a yeah. Nielsen person. Yes, I have been a couple times, three or four times. They have uh, reached out to me, and I had to do the. Had to, I didn't have a set top box, but I had a little thing I had to fill out and mail back to them, and that they paid me like ten bucks. It was. It's very strange. Oh but my yeah, god, you you're can, the first Nielsen family I know. Yes, it's. It was very <laughs> and not scientific at all. I mean, you could literally put whatever you wanted to on there, and it was. I don't. I, I did not become a believer in what was going on there because most people are not going to. At least the times I've done it. And it was by a, a little, like a little, almost a little handbook that you fill out by hand. And most people aren't going to do that. And 
You know, the, the thing with, I was thinking about this, after you told us that story on text about the bars, I wonder if maybe they did that on purpose so people would go home and subscribe to it instead mm. of watching it at a bar. Get their subscriber numbers up. I don't know. I don't know. I doubt that would work. Like that. The bars yeah, I know. would like that. The bars would hate <laughs> yeah, it, but I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, the whole thing is weird. And that's, when you were talking about the exclusive thing, Heath, I'm thinking too, they were even doing that on the broadcast. If you're watching the broadcast, you've already subscribed. You don't need to keep telling us it's exclusive. We know. Right, oh, right. It's oh. just ridiculous. Oh, and every time they come back from commercial in the studio, they had to throw it out there exclusively. I'm like, we get it. Hey, exclusive this. And uh, to top just... it off, if you have an exclusive game, why in God's name are you putting Jason Garrett on the color announcing? I just, uh, oh, the whole thing was grab, just... grab a drunk off the street and you would have better giggles. <laughs> I know. On the pod. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of drunks Decade on of the street, wife. let's move on to the Steelers at the Bills. The Bills were triumphant 31 to 17. Steelers made it a little bit of a game at the end. Um, but generally speaking, Josh Alien fucking took over. That touchdown run was awesome. Oof. Bills defense played fierce. This was a this game. Even though this game was not as close, I still enjoyed watching this game a lot. Um, it was still kind of. I thought it was still kind of fun because of Josh Allen, basically. But thirty-one seventeen. And you love the snow, Axel. Yes, and I love the snow. Thirty-one seventeen. Buffalo Bills win solo. What do you have to say about it? I'll say this: It had one of the reasons why I liked enjoying it too. Um, not only that 52 yard run was amazing, but it felt, it had that eighties football, like late CBS feel <laughs> it had, like, I felt like I was watching a game in 1987 or something, you know, um, I will say turnovers. I mean, the Steelers. And when you have Mason Rudolph on the road in Buffalo, no matter, no matter that he played better than Trubisky and Pickett and not having, he's just they're not going to win that game. Now, had the Steelers had to go to the Cowboys, that would have been different. But it, it was just, you know, again, Allen and Mahomes, are they back? Okay, these are two games the Bills and the Chiefs should have won with two of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, and so they took care of business. Now they're gonna, we're going to talk about it later, they're going to play each other, which I can't wait for. But it was, it was just uh, the right team won. And uh, – no, I enjoyed the game. Uh, I actually enjoyed it, even though I kind of knew. I, I think I was rooting for. I, I don't know because I'm kind of like, I want Lions Bills right now. I'm t- I'm not gonna lie. I want to see one of them win the Super Bowl in, in my lifetime. Somebody I, has I want to win that. it. Someone would have to win it, and yes. I, that that's what I'm rooting for. So that means it's, it will be Ravens Niners or something. But I really <laughs> want that. I think America would eat that game up. Wow. All right. Well, what do you have to say about this Steelers Bills Ando? I just it was it was a fun game to watch. Like I say, of of the of the games that weren't really that close, this was I think this was the best game. It was like I say, and it's always fun. Even though I have been very critical of Josh Allen, it's always fun to watch him play, especially when he's on his game and not turning the ball over and not not making those plays that sometimes he just thinks he can make that he shouldn't be attempting. And it was it was fun to watch. And at the, I, I like like Solo said that. The right team won. It's more. I'm even more excited for this weekend because Bills Chiefs is Bills Chiefs. So I'm more looking forward to this weekend than even thinking about that game because, like I said before, the Steelers they weren't going to go anywhere anyways. So 
I'm I'm glad that I'm glad the right team won, and I'm glad that Allen hopefully is back on track. Yeah, baby. BTK, what's your download on the Bills versus the Steelers? Well, the Bills looked really good. I think they're up twenty-one nothing at half, and I didn't really watch a whole lot of the second half, to be honest with you. But uh, um, I, mean, I am glad that Tomlin is coming back to the Steelers. It appears even yeah. even after that awkward press yeah. conference moment. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. Weird. He had a press conference today. He apologized and he said he was in a grumpy mood. He goes, but still, that wasn't the right time a post game press conference to talk about a contract. But he was in better spirits, and he is coming back next year right. and may even sign an extension. Thanks for the update, Solo. And he should because you know what? He's the best coach in the NFL. How the fuck did they even get there? The Steelers suck. Moving on. Packers at the <laughs> Cowboys. Okay. Huh? Uh, I, How as do we I want said to play that, this? Yeah, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> as I said it, I realized uh, uh, too, too much enthusiasm. Solo, just go. <laughs> All right, let me, let me get some things in. And then, so I'm still very angry and even more angry that McCarthy has been retained for another year. <sighs> so, this loss, playoff wise, might be the worst ever in Cowboys history. Well, it definitely was <laughs> by the score. I think it was the, the largest deficit since like the 60s against Cleveland or something like 1969 or something, but it, I, I bought in to the fool's goal. I've been talking all year that we need a, we need a running game. We don't have the right running backs. Deuce Vaughn, Rico and Tony won't do it. When you put too much into Leighton Vander Esch as the one line, big linebacker, and he's had neck injuries and, and all, all that all these kind of injuries and against San Fran early in the year, they lose him for the year. They're playing safeties at linebacker. This Mozzie Smith, th- this draft was terrible by the Cowboys. I mean, you could have had Devin a chain or a cane or what a K 47 in the second round, but no, you draft Luke Schoonmaker who d- doesn't even play. So I- I'm just right off the bat. I, w- I-, I was upset with that, but it just, it, was so disappointing because I bought in. Yeah, with the e- with G- Jimmy going into the Ring of Honor, with the Eagles stumbling, them taking the division, two playoff games at home. I bought in, and and I and I I'm so skeptical with this team, pessimistic, whatever you want to say. But I I gave myself to like um, like I said, I'm going to enjoy this, enjoy the ride, and I couldn't even enjoy the game. It was that bad. In, in you know stupid penalties to start off, and then you know Brandon Cooks running a slant and didn't even go for the ball. I mean, it's it, and, and then Dak throws a pick, and the the defense all of a sudden they they they're a man team and they switch to zone and they don't even know where the hell they're going. Players are wide open, no pass rush. Micah, who uh, I mean, it's just a lot of problems that. I was shocked that Green Bay exploited and, you know, cause I was like Green Bay. Okay. They beat Detroit, but they, you know, they had, but it's that McVay tree. Dan Quinn cannot He's like, Oh, and six against McVay Shanahan and LaFleur. I think while he's a DC, I'm not, you know, cause they were all on his staff in Atlanta. Yeah. I think um, you're right. Yeah. So it was, I was so angry because the Dallas Cowboys, it's been 30 years since we 
reached an NFC championship game. The Lions in 91 and Washington in the same year, I believe, are the two longest. And Detroit's probably going to make it this year. So it'll be Washington and Dallas, the longest droughts. They're the first team in any major sport to have three 12-win seasons and not make the semifinal, which would be the NFC championship in in the NFL. And the Cowboys have become such a... Jerry Jones, get your popcorn ready and the brand and, oh, yeah, I'm worth $8 billion, yada, yada. I'm going to build Jerry World and all that. And it's become more about that and not about toughness. And not. And the last time they've had that was with Bill Parcells when he had to clean up a shitty-ass team that lost its identity after all the major players reti- had to retire and everything, Aikman, Emmett, Novacek, et cetera, Irvin getting hurt in Philly. And – bad drafting, bad decisions. And then Parcells came in and fixed it and, and laid down the culture. And it is just, it's been almost 20 years of just the same shit and I'm sick of it. And I don't think And Jerry bringing back McCarthy, I mean, who knows? Rabel or Belichick may not have wanted to go to Dallas. Harbor probably would not want to go to Dallas vice versa. I don't think Jerry would want a tough coach like a Parcells you know, because he has, he's 81 years old, but he calls the shots. He's Jerry Jones, blah, blah, blah. But you know what, Jerry, you need to take a back seat and change the culture here. Now it's improved with the draft and with financial decisions. I will say that, but you can't win in the playoffs. This team has no toughness. They can't game plan mid game. Same thing happened under the Garrett era and, and the same shit happened once again. How do you think you really think Mike McCarthy's going to fix this fucking thing in one off season? You got to be kidding me. We're going to go back to beating bad teams, losing to good teams and one and out in the playoffs. I already see it coming. And I, you know, I'm, I'm not done with the Cowboys because I've been a fan for 40 years, but I'm done with my hopes. My hopes are done. My hopes are shot. I'll, I, until I see it, I, I, I'm not going to ever buy in ever again. <sighs> I can't. This is this this is the last straw for me. I'm done. Solo, we all felt your pain. We were all pissed off. I was pissed off watching this game. I mean, I have to hand it to the Packers. Shout out to patron Bobby, who I know is a big Packers yeah, fan hey, and who got quick, on Axel, us earlier this season. Oh, go ahead. The, pa- the uh, I'm sorry. The uh, and aside from my Cowboys rant, you know, as much as I know Ando hates the Packers. Um, <laughs> I hate them too, <laughs> um, because they always beat the Cowboys and I hated Aaron Rodgers. but no, g- good for the Packers, Jordan love. And that, and you know, I'm sick of Aaron Jones celebrating every freaking time, you know, like he's on the freaking world's got talent or whatever, or America's got my, I'm ass. sick of Aaron but, Jones not playing the entire goddamn regular season when I draft him. And then in the, <laughs> in the playoffs, he scores three <laughs> fucking touchdowns. Screw yeah, you, Aaron Jones. The Cowboys. No. I think he scored four or five against them. In one game last last year or the year before, I think two years ago. But it was it's just you know good on the Packers, Axel. They did hey they came in and they kicked the Cowboys' ass. You know yeah. good for them. Um, I'm not mad at them. I'm mad at the Cowboys. But go ahead. Sorry, I'm done. No, Officially. I was just pointing out Sorry. that some of these games that happened this weekend, you look at it and maybe we were sleeping a little bit on some of these teams, and they are better than we thought. 
um, and did represent, be it the Bucks, Lions, Packers, Chiefs, Texans. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I, what I was going to say, Axel, is that I, thinking about these this weekend of games and thinking about how poorly I did on my picks, I was completely wrong on a couple things. Number one, I was I completely overrated the NFC East and underrated the NFC North. I thought the NFC North. I watched almost every NFC North game this year, and I thought these teams aren't very good. They're not very exciting. They don't. They they can't do anything. And it, the NFC North teams were two of the most impressive teams in the yeah. this weekend. And yeah. the NFC East teams played terribly. I think that. I mean, I don't. That's all I was going to say about the Eagles too. I mean, what the hell? I thought these teams were. I mean, I didn't think the Eagles were great. We've said all year they're overrated, but same thing. They they just looked outclassed in every sense of the word. When they played too, so I just I don't. And the I don't, the one thing I say about the Packers and the Cowboys, the thing that really disappointed me about the Cowboys was, and I kind of alluded to it when I was talking about C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love. A lot of the passes he was making, there was nobody within five yards of the wide receivers. No, yeah. no, nope. that's the thing I don't get. It's not like Jordan. And no Lewis, one within five yards of Jordan Love. That's that's I mean, that's what I mean. It's it's not like he was evading three tacklers on blitzes and then threading some amazing needle. He, he was making plays that, like every NFL quarterback should make. Well, we can't. I, I don't I think just, we can take it. it away. I want to give him a little more credit than that because I was impressed, and I think there there was a game earlier this season when they played either either on Thursday or Monday or Sunday night, and I was like, "Wow, this kid, he's he could be pretty good." And well, I have, Love still played really well. I'm yeah, not saying he didn't play yeah. well. I'm just saying. But Some of those plays, he, he those guys were wide, wide open. No I doubt, mean, he the Cowboys plays, did not show up yeah. until I guess you know the, the, it's forty eight <laughs> points. I mean, on the even board. when the Cowboys were making it close, they, the, 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 in five plays, the Packers would yep. score another touchdown. One, two, three. That was that's what was pissing me off. Solo, it was I was like, just stop them once here and let's have a game. Oh. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like bam, bam, and they were making it look easy. But um, I don't know. We talked a lot about that game. It's going to be a tough one. I'm sure we'll talk about it in the offseason. Oh, I'm sorry. One one other thing I got to say t- that pissed me off. Sorry, Axel. No problem, buddy. What happens is when you don't have a running game, okay, the Packers played two deep safeties to prevent the long pass. They double-teed C.D. Lamb. How you get break that, that two deep safety, you start running the ball. Then they have to pull a safety up at the line of scrimmage or in the box to help stop the run, which opens up your passing game. It's like the Cowboys, they double-teamed C.D. Lamb and didn't know what the hell to do. And I don't understand why Dak all of a sudden couldn't hit the throws at the beginning with C.D. They were out of sync. They've been in sync all season. What, you know, how do you not be prepared for this? <laughs> and, and so, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, on to what was the best game of the weekend, the Rams at the Lions. As I said, I watched the first half of this, got a little spoiled, but I still watched the rest of the game, and this was just a well-matched game. Both teams played well. If the Rams had won, I would have said the Rams deserve to win the game. The Lions win, I said the Lions deserve to win the game. They didn't fuck it up at the end. They didn't go for two, three times in a row. It was a hard-fought win. I was impressed, but I also feel like it was definitely the most evenly matched. Like, they both showed up, and that's not to be said for pretty much any of the other games this weekend. But, um, 
I don't know, Brett, what do you have to say about the Rams lines? Did you catch that one? Did that wasn't on Peacock? <laughs> <It's> not. <laughs> no, I did catch that one and it was yeah, it was a great game. Um Stafford looked really strong. Um yeah. just could not punch it in the end zone there in the second half, and that came that pretty much determined the outcome. I think they had to settle for two field goals. Um even though their defense is playing well enough to keep them in the game. And, uh, but aside from that, I, I would say both quarterbacks looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. This one was definitely, there was a lot more scoring in the first half. Ando. Yeah. It was, I like to say, another great game. And yeah, Stafford did look awesome. God, he is one tough son of a bitch, too. I mean, I, I don't know how you, they can't, you can't like, not like Stafford, but, like, I mean, Goff and the Lions made the plays when they needed to. I mean, there was, they, I mean, it was, um, what's his name? Campbell didn't make any super crazy things happen. Yeah. So yeah. That, <laughs> that, 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 I think that helps. But the the thing about the Lions that I, I well, like I said before, when I underestimated the NFC North teams, I think the thing that really I underestimated, and the Packers were this way too, they played tough. They played, they, they were just hitting harder than the other teams. They were just, they had this toughness that the Cowboys and the, and the Rams, the Rams had it, but they were just getting knocked around because they just weren't as tough as the Lions. That that really surprised me with how physical the Lions played. Yeah. I, I mean, they've been doing it all year, but I just I'd re- I really noticed it a lot more in this Rams game. Campbell really got them up for that game. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got two words for you. Even the Puka Nakua. Yeah. That dude's unbelievable. He's amazing. Wow. Fifth round pick. Only had like the most forty Ooh. receptions at BYU. And that dude is a baller. Um, I, I love him. He's one of my new favorites that I'm going to be uh, watching since they th- show every Rams game in my parts <laughs> of the world. Uh, but uh, but no, the Lions, you know, I know we've been talking about their defense. And, you know, they play Tampa this week at home. Hopefully they won't buy too much into the hype and, uh, you know, take care of business there. Uh, and But... It was, uh, yeah, it was 21-17 at the half, and then I think, what, uh, it was 24-23. So the second half was really mm-hmm. uh, a standstill there. But, um, yeah, Goff versus Stafford, a lot of history there with the trade and all that. And uh, so the Lions, they advance, and uh, I'm, I am happy for Lions fans. One playoff win in 65 seasons, that's insane. Yeah, it was such a clean so now game. Two. Now two. <laughs> Only nine wow. penalties and zero turnovers in the game. Very Man. clean. Hard fought yeah. game. Good game. That's not to be said about the last game, which do we really need to talk about the, except to say that Baker Mayfield is the fucking man. Uh, <laughs> Eagles at the Bucks. The Bucks fucking destroyed them. The Eagles are a team in shambles. 32 to 8. This may have been the worst game of the weekend because really it was though it was kind of fun to watch baker toss it up a couple times you know um though mike evans dropped a nice one but i mean what are you gonna say like i said eagles are just in shambles what the fuck happened you know what i think happened is when they put dickhead in charge of the defense or or the offense what's his name or is it which one is it uh matt patricia patricia the charge of the defense right what the hell was that 
Yeah, I think since he got in there, they were yeah. like they were like one and eight since he took over. And they panicked. Something. Yeah, they yeah. panicked. They replaced the other well, dude who two weeks before that Al Michaels was saying was like a gift from God or something. They kept on talking about him, and then they replaced him, and then it was like, what the fuck happened? What do you got to say? So yeah, well, I just want to say before we get Brett's take on this is that um, Nick Sirianni had a meeting with Jeffrey Lurie, the owner, and. I guess the the word on the street is Sirianni has to prove to him that he can fix everything in one season <laughs> and, and come up with a plan because something went on in that. Yes, I mean, they were literally weird. in the Super Bowl last yep. year. There was AJ Brown stuff, and they were the ten and one. Coordination, yeah. They, something internally happened, but I'm amazed, like. If Mike McCarthy had brought the Cowboys to the Super Bowl and lost last year and then did this season, I still would be like, hey, all right. I, I just something bad had to have happened, whether he lost control. I mean, it's we talked Philly, about man. him losing both. Yeah. Well, losing, but, but the team, I don't understand how you go from making the Super Bowl and almost winning to falling apart in one freaking year. Less than a year, I, I I don't get it. It's bad Especially box. with they didn't have they I mean they didn't have the injuries that a lot most of the other teams had. They had they had some, but it wasn't like the like some of the Cowboys injuries or the Vikings or all these other teams that have that had struggles this year. The, the Eagles are relatively healthy too. That's the other. It's just weird. Something's Their weird. Defense just fell apart. Uh, it yeah. just it's crazy. Well, and maybe, then, you know who knows. I was just going to say you're saying healthy. AJ Brown was out, and that well that well recently though yeah, yeah. he well he's, he's uh, yeah, they still weren't winning with him, right? So well, they still, yeah, they were still, that's, yeah. So yeah, and he doesn't play defense, so no. I mean, it's even oh, sad, he doesn't? you know. None of us like none of us like Philly, <laughs> but it's even sad just to see it and to be watching the game. And also, when the tush push was denied, I was like, "Oh, dude, this is over. This team <laughs> is done. getting disassembled." And then Kelsey's <laughs> retiring. He's like, and then he gets mad. Yeah. I just told my teammates, "Why did it get leaked?" It's like, "Shut up, dude. Talk about it on your podcast." I mean, <laughs> I, I really could care less about that motherfucker. But I, I don't like Philly, but it's still kind of shocking to see a team just go downhill so quickly. Uh, reminded me of when my Jets did this similar thing as we talked about last week. All right, uh, moving on. <laughs> oh, for the week, we should say: Do we want it? Do, we didn't really go over. I guess we were all four and two, and Andy was three and three, and our brackets got well, kind of messed up. Andy usually goes over it mm. when we're ready to pick, right? Is yeah, no, he's is? gonna. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna. We're gonna pick. Oh yeah, why don't okay. you do that, Andy? You're right. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> And uh, you haven't hosted in a while. That's actually, true. So it's, it's true. Okay. It's true. You know rusty. me. I just propel things along, man. That's the host job. But Ando, take it away. Okay. And I do have some other fun stats, but I'm going to save those till next week because they can wait another week and we'll have more time next week anyway. So I will sit. Remind me next week that I've got some fun stats that I like about our teams. About our teams. Happy birthday, Brett. Week. Yeah. Oh, yes. Happy <laughs> birthday, Brett. There Brett. You go. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so yes, in the uh, wild card round, everyone was four and two except for me. I was three and three because I picked the stupidly picked the Eagles. Don't know what I was thinking there. Like I said, I was still I was still high on that NFC East debacle. So there really isn't anything else to say there. I mean, we all got the Cowboys wrong. We all got the we all got the Rams right because they covered even though they lost or they beat the spread even though they lost. So otherwise, not much else there. I mean, does anybody else want to talk about anything there? There's not much to talk about really. So. I think we, again, unless we're, we can just go right to the picks if we're ready. 
Um, I'm ready. Well, I guess should we uh, the busted bracket part? We should. Oh, well, mine's mine's busted. We can't really. <laughs> we're not going to repick. Well, we're going to pick anyway, so we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I moved the brad moved the bracket thing up on the notes so we can still kind of keep track of what's going on. But I mean, most of us. Uh, Wait, let's see. So, I think no. Me and Brett both have the AFC correct. Yes. Yep, and I. Right. I, I only That's got one only game in the NFC, right? So I, I'm struggling pretty hard there. <laughs> There's nothing else to say because the other one's yeah. all fucked up. Well, Brett's actually, actually Brett. Well, we forgot. Yeah. Oh, no, Brett didn't get the AFC correct because of that mistake you made, Ando. So he had the Dolphins, remember? Well, I had no. the Chiefs winning. Oh, oh I had the oh, Chiefs okay. covering the sport. Okay. Yeah. Look at that, Brett. It's your birthday, and Axel's tra- you couldn't yeah. get Peacock, <laughs> and Axel's trying to strip your <laughs> I want it to be the only winner. Uh, but, yeah, the uh, only one Brett had wrong was the Rams. So. Yeah. Oh, and good. the Cowboys. I, I miss the Cowboys. So we don't have the Cowboys either. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't I have know. that quite up there. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Just gosh. go back to sleep, Solo. You're okay. All right, let's yeah, hit it. We no got four whole games to pick this week. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, we are going to go in opposite order of last week. So, Axel's first, then Solo, then myself, then Brett. And we will get started with Saturday, 4.30 Eastern on ABC. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, and Lisa Salters on the call from M&T Stadium in Baltimore. It's the Texans at the Ravens. The Texans are 10 and 8 against the spread. The Ravens are 11 and 6. The Ravens are 11 and 2 all time against the Texans, but have only met once in the playoffs. Ravens won that game. Baltimore also beat the Texans in week one of this season, 25 to 9. Mark Andrews has practiced twice this week, full practice, expected to be back for the Ravens. Excellent. The Ravens are favored by 9.5. Who do you like? We got three large lines here this week, starting with this one. Um, you know, when we talk about the podcast and we're doing all our theories, you know, <laughs> like when we we're talking about um, murder at the end of the world, right? We would say, okay, well, we talked about all the crazy stuff. Now let's see what the show's actually giving us, right? Like what's really there. <laughs> and when I look at this, I have to say what's really there is the Ravens defense is kick ass home and away. Lamar is playing awesome. You're talking about Andrews coming back, but come on, man. It's CJ Stroud and the Texans boy. I'm picking the Texans mm-hmm. to win you and uh, cover. Is that how you say it? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I don't, <laughs> yeah. Even know it. I don't even know anymore. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, Baltimore supposedly, I mean, they're the number one, you know, everything. Um, there's many times where you like, don't forget the teams that got to buy are much better. But I think in today's NFL, at least for this game, I'm going the Texans as well yeah. to keep it close because until playoff Lamar shows he's not playoff Lamar, and he, if, if they destroy him, then I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. I saw your face, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, you couldn't I'm going to say try. the Texans are going to keep this close. I, I think they're, they're ready for this moment. And yeah. I don't think they're going to win, <gasps> but I think they'll cover. I think they're going to win. 
Yeah, another fun fact I didn't put in there, C.J. Stroud now has the same amount of playoff victories as Lamar Jackson. So <laughs> he's going to have double. <laughs> yeah, it's, he could double it, but I, you know, I, I think I agree with what Solo was saying there. I, th- I still like the Ravens to win, but I think this is going to be a very close game. I think the Texans are going to keep it close, and I think they, they, nine and a half is just too many here, Texans. Um, I like I like Baltimore as arguably the best team in the league. I like that they're on a bye. I like that Lamar's got plenty of rest. I think they're going to crush the Texans. Give me the Ravens. Whoa, Brett is fucking bringing it. He's on Lamar Island. Next up, Saturday, 8-15 Eastern on Fox with our good friends Kevin Burkhardt, Greg Olson, and Aaron Andrews from okay. Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara. It's Packers versus 49ers. The Packers and the Niners did not play this season, but it will be the 10th playoff meeting between the two. Mm. This will set an NFL record for most playoff games between two opponents. The Packers actually tied the record last week against the Cowboys because the Cowboys, until this week, Cowboys Packers, Cowboys Rams, and Cowboys 49ers had a three-way tie for most playoff losses. Oh, wow. So the Cowboys have had a lot of history here, too. Uh, the Cowboys and that's all it is, history. Yeah. The Cow- or the 49ers lead the series 5-4. to four. San Francisco has won four straight, but all against Aaron Rodgers, the last being the 13-10 to 10 walk-off at Lambeau in the 2021 season with Jimmy G at quarterback and Robbie Gold kicking a field goal. That was also the last time these two teams have played. Last week, the Packers tied the Patriots for all-time NFL playoff wins with 37. The San Francisco 49ers will tie that with 37 if they win. Currently, the Cowboys, Steelers, and 49ers all have 36 wins, so... For all-time records. The Cowboys, or excuse me, Cowboys. Enough about the Cowboys. The Packers have an average age <laughs> of 25.7, which makes them the youngest team in the league. The 49ers have an average age of 27.6, which makes them the third oldest team in the league. Packers are 10-8 against the spread. The 49ers are 9-7-1. and And another fun fact, both of these teams are attempting to become the first team to ever lose to Kirk Cousins in the regular season and go on and win a Super Bowl. So after all of that solo, the 49ers are favored by nine and a half at home. Who do you have? Well, I don't know what to say after all that other than good work, Ando. Uh, I enjoyed that very much. Um, (laughs) Yes. Um, What the hell was I going to say now? I had something prepared and I don't remember. Uh, I think the Niners are going to crush the Packers here. I think... It, it's just it, it's going to be a lot harder because they're actually going to be playing against a defense, and uh, I, I'm I'm taking the Niners uh, minus the number. Um, I think they're going to be a little too much for these little Packers, um, but uh, the Packers look to have a future. I mean, granted, the Cowboys' defense makes okay quarterbacks look like they're Johnny Unitas or Dan Marino, so you know maybe <laughs> pump the brakes. But I think Jordan Love. I, I mean, he. I, I think he's the real deal, and the Packers get lucky again. I mean, I, they you know or get good again by drafting and wait. Good for them. They freaking made the move and pissed off Aaron Rodgers, and <laughs> that was a good move. Uh, man, I had something to say. Uh, I can't remember. Oh well, that's that's it. I'll, if I remember it, I'll tell you guys at two a.m. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. 
I've said multiple times this season, the 49ers, when they're healthy, are the best team in the league. I still believe that. They're 100% healthy. Packers come back down to earth. 49ers win and cover. Oh, I, I got it, Ando. Yeah. Uh, Burkhart and Olsen, I'm just glad they're not calling a Cowboys game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I like the 49ers as arguably the best team in the league. I like that they're on a bye. I like that they got a lot of rest. And I just say this about the Ravens. Maybe I'm <laughs> yeah, just buying <laughs> Maybe I'm buying too much into the bye. Biased. <laughs> biased. Hey, Very oh. nice. Uh, but yeah, for all those reasons, I like the 49ers to also win big. <clears throat> well, yeah, you guys talked a lot about the same things I would say. Um, just thinking about the 49ers, how bad they are at coming at, uh, coming back from being down. Like if they get behind in this game, if the Packers can come out and score quickly, I just, I feel like they're going to try to do that. Um, because what's the record? What's the, what's the, what did they win? Like one game if they're down at halftime or something like that. I could well, see the fourth quarter. They okay, blow most teams quarter. out though, too. So yeah, well, that's the thing, right? This game they're like oh and thirty three or something, like under Shanahan or something yeah. in the fourth quarter. They're crazy. losing by like ten or yep. ten or more. Mm. So, uh, so I, I forget what right it is. So but yeah. Well, I remember it's they were like down that. fourteen and nothing to the Eagles, and they ended up winning that game by like three touchdowns. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, but that wasn't the. It, it was a fourth quarter stat. That. Is what it is. The thing that it's I wonder, not a but da, not being down by twenty or fourteen. It's go, going into the fourth quarter. If they're losing, they they don't win games. Yes, and because the other thing of, oh, I go ahead. Well, I was going to say the other thing I wonder about this is Lombardi has talked about this many times because they always talk so much about the Packers that Matt Lafleur is always good when he's against a team he's familiar with. Not so yeah. good against a team he's not familiar with. They haven't played the Packers in two years. The Packers haven't played the Forty Nineers in two years. So. I'm, I'm curious to know if that if that thing that he always has been preaching is comes true or not because I don't know if that's I don't know if I totally agree with it but I, I'm can't wait to find out. So yeah, they, he said oh. that it seems the second time they play he's yeah. bad, you know yeah. whatever um, and so but he he did co with with Shanahan with Brett right with you guys the Falcons correct was he on the staff Lafleur yes he was so there are some ties oh, there back now. in the day there's yes. the ties yeah. Um, so. I don't well, know what that means, but yeah, <laughs> family ties, the ties that bind. But uh, I want to give oh, the Packers some respect here because I do think that this is a team that maybe we should have been paying more attention to. And love was statistically, they keep, I keep on hearing it on every fucking podcast, like the last eight games <laughs> of the season, he was the best quarterback. You know, so should we be paying attention to, but they, what, what did they do for us to pay attention? They almost lost to the Panthers. They beat the Lions and the Bears. They didn't. I mean, now that they beat the Cowboys, sure, I give them credit. But there wasn't uh, hey, other than Love playing well against look, bad defenses. What what do what should they we do? have been given? Them? Well, they were did, seventh seed. They they there are eight teams left in the NFL playing, and they're one of them. And they're playing the <laughs> so 49ers now, this I'm weekend. I'm saying now, yeah, yes. we're, we're, they're playing now, the 49ers. What, and they I'm didn't deserve t- any do before this yeah. before last week because they didn't do anything impressive. <laughs> they didn't. Okay. And, so, yeah, and they made the, they barely made the seventh seed. But now, doing what they did to the Cowboys, we should open our eyes. But I'm yeah, saying, I like, it. like you, yep. you, you, yeah, you just said like 
you know, why now are we all of a sudden? Because they <laughs> yeah. didn't give us anything yeah. before before last week. Yeah, I mean, they, they made really hang our hat on. They made time they made deal a look like Joe Montana. I mean, it's... yeah, exactly. They made an effing statement against the lousy Cowboys, <laughs> but you know, Cowboys were a good team this this year. They <laughs> now let's see when you come to San Francisco if they can make this again. Even if they don't win, if they make it a game, I- I'll be impressed. Well, but I, I am going to tell you that in my opinion, they <laughs> are going to make it a game, and I'm going to take the Packers here. I think the 49ers Ooh. are going to win the game, but I think it's going to be closer than we think. And I think that whole winning in the fourth quarter thing might be reversed here. and uh, But I think we're going to see a good game. So I think it's going to keep it close. Nine and a half, too many points. I take Packers. I am, I'll eat my shorts. If the Packers win, I will eat my shorts next week. <laughs> I, I still think medicine. the 49ers will win. But I think that they'll keep it close. Okay. So yeah, next, next up on Sunday, 3 o'clock Eastern, NBC. We got Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, and Melissa Stark from Ford Field in Detroit. It's the Bucks versus the Lions. The Lions and the Bucks this year were both twelve and six versus the spread, which is tied for the league's best. Wow. Last year, last year the Bucks were the worst at covering the spread, four and thirteen. The Bucks versus the Lions have only played once, or have only played once in the playoffs in nineteen ninety seven, which the Bucks or the Lions won. Oh, excuse me, the Bucks won that game. The Lions beat Tampa 20 to 6 back in October of this season. So I guess I need to tell us who will win the matchup of former NFC Central teams. The Lions are favored by six and a half. Mm. And man, this one, six and a half seems like an awful lot, but it's only a touchdown. And the Lions impressed the hell out of me. Like I said, they played tough as hell. They just, something about their toughness in that game really impressed me. I'm going to take the Lions to cover. Who's calling this game again? Collinsworth and Tarico. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know. Going. Oh, 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 Mike. Oh, Mike. He's like, he's oh, orgasming all the time. This guy, Mike. <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, let me tell you. Oh, this, oh, this Baker Mayfield. <laughs> uh, uh, is the Lions defense good? <laughs> Most of the season they haven't been. That's that's my only question here because I really want to take the Bucks to cover. <sighs> but man, I, I'm going to lean on Andy's expertise here. I'm going to go with the Lions, Lions minus six and a half. Damn, lean on Ando. All right, um, <laughs> I forgot to say that I was. That in the last game, the Packers of 49ers, I was happy that Aaron Andrews was mentioned there. That makes me well, that was just for that was just for you, actually. Thank that you. I mentioned that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um so wait, are oh, so Nance and Romo have the next game, right? Yes. That's cause interesting, because then I guess next we, we get like less and less announcers, you know what I mean? Until the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you get one and two. Yeah. The one and two teams pretty much. Yeah, it's good. Well, gentlemen, I am not a big believer in the Lions, and I'm taking the Buccaneers because I think they're hot, I think they're streaky, and I think the Lions are prone to fucking up. And I think that they won that game last week, and that was their Super Bowl. They got to win a playoff game, and Baker Mayfield's going to come in there and fucking take shit over and throw two touchdowns to Mike Evans. 
I disagree with you, Axel. And we, we only disagree for the ratings for this pod. I mean, that's what we do. We have to disagree. <laughs> exactly. Uh, because we can't just all agree. And, because, be like, hey, hey, and we, Ando has to hear it. He's a Nielsen guy. He's filling in the car. <laughs> He's a Nielsen yes, guy. Yes, yes, yes. Mark, you know, we want him to listen to this well, pod. Pay attention. <laughs> Give us a good mark his little notebook. Um, no, I, I, I think I think the, the Buccaneers win over uh, an Eagles team that already is in Hawaii for vacation. Um I, I think this is going to be a Baker high interception game. I think the I think the Lions are actually going to crush the Bucks at home and make it to the NFC Championship. My vision of Niners Lions playoff game before midway through the season when I woke up in my in in, in meat sweats and woke up and it was just <laughs> like what Lions 49ers what Wayne Fonts uh, rematch you know so I I I think that's going to happen here. All right, and for our final game, Sunday, 6.30 Eastern on CBS with Jim Nance, Tony Romo, and Tracy Wilson from Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park. It's the Chiefs versus the Bills. Patrick Mahomes on the road all time, 38-11. and 11. At home, 47-13, and 13, which is incredible. Only a 1% uh, winning difference. Pat is an incredible 12-3 and three in the playoffs and has never won a road game on the playoffs because – not counting Super Bowls, this is the first time Pat will be playing in a playoff game away from Arrowhead. <laughs> <laughs> the Chiefs are 10-8 and eight against the spread. The Bills are 8-10 versus the spread. This will be the sixth playoff meeting, the third in the last four seasons between these two teams. The Chiefs lead 3-2 all time. This will be the seventh game between the two teams since October of 2020. The last six, it is 3-3. Three the Bills have won the last two, including 20 to 17 on December 10th. So, Brett, the Bills are favored by two and a half. Who do you got? Ooh, I love this game. Well, if they win 20 to 17 again, that's a three point victory, which means they would cover. Two and a half is such a little number. I don't know. I'm I'm just feeling Mahomes right now. Mm-hmm. And um Ooh, how's he feeling? Are you on the love seat already? Maybe this game um maybe this game goes to overtime and the Bills win on a safety. Wow. But I think more realistically a Kelsey the Chiefs, safety. The Chiefs maybe pulled this thing out by a field goal or so. So give me the Chiefs plus two and a half. Mm. Ooh, BTK on the Mahomes train. Guess what, baby? Scoot over. Because I got to get on that train <laughs> with you, BT, to the K. Because my man, Patty Mahomes, my Irish brother, is going to take this home. That's right. I love the Bills, Kellum. I'm very sorry. I want them to win. I lo- if, if Josh alien takes this game into his hands and wills it and wins this game i will say good for you and i will be happy and i will then root for the bills i'll say good for you and i will root for the bills to win it all but until that happens he's got to take it from the king and the king is patrick mahomes i'll take the chiefs wait hold on hold on a second extra extra late edition paper here (laughs) Paper here, this just in. The Bills are going to win, folks. 
don't buy into the Chiefs hype. They beat the freaking Dolphins in like negative 80 degree weather. Don't buy in to the hype. Kelsey stayed out too late with Taylor. Patrick is fighting with his wife. And uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Kadarius Tony is making bets. I don't know. I, I don't know. I hear a lot of things. Uh, Andy Reid's fixing his mustache. Uh, no, I, Bill's Mafia is going to come out strong. The Bill's will take charge of this game, though it, it should be close until the end when Josh Alien runs for 33 yards for a touchdown. It won't be 52, but he'll have a nice 33-yard. Ooh, Larry But Bird. no, I I like, I want Bill's Lions so bad. Uh, I feel like it's the 50s, even though the Bills, I don't think we're a team in the 50s. Um, but extra, extra paper here, late edition, uh, Bill's bills baby come on bills mafia come on bills let's do this Kellum, don't listen to axel don't listen to brett i'll let you know if you should listen to ando after he makes his pick but let's go bill oh you know i can't i can't go against the king like axel said oh, oh! It's gonna, the king or it's gonna be it's gonna be close it's gonna be really close and the bills are gonna have it one and there's going to be a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty when one of the Bills Mafia throws a snowball and hits Patrick Mahomes right in the head. Puts <laughs> the Chiefs in the field goal range. Breaks his helmet again, second week in a row. Puts the Chiefs in field goal range, and they kick a field goal as time expires. No overtime, but Chiefs win. I dig the Chiefs. All right, All right Calum, don't listen to me. <laughs> oh. Don't do it. Man. See, That's I picked right. the Bills, and in our bracket, I picked the Bills. So, <laughs> maybe they oh, win by one point or something. So, so oh, ba- yeah, yeah. let me ask you guys real quick. Based on this, Solo, we know that you want Lions-Bills in the Super Bowl. I still want Chiefs 49ers. Brett and Andy, who were who were then you kind of, with these picks in mind, who are you want to get into the Super Bowl? If you mean judging to how we picked, or just who do we want to see in the Super Bowl? No, yeah, you know both. Well, I I would love to see the Texans make it somehow because CJ Stroud is just so freaking fun to watch. But I would be fine with the Bills and the Lions as well because like neither team has been there. I mean, it's coming from somebody who's never seen their team play in the Super Bowl. I would love to be able to see teams that. Fan bases that have not had that success yeah. at least get to the Super Bowl. So that's why I, that's why I'm cheering for those two teams. Even though the Lions are in my division, I'm still cheering for them because they've seen so much. I mean, hell, they went 0-16 a few years ago. You can't get any worse than that. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I would say. Yeah, I'd be happy with Bill's Lions. I'm probably rooting for the Ravens to make it and, I guess, the Lions to make it. Mm, um, that'd be an interesting game. Because those other teams have hogged the glory over the years. Niners, Packers, Buccaneers, come on. <laughs> Brett, I think one of your uh, your kidnappees was making noise back there. I know. You got to keep it down there. Yeah, down. I would love to see the Texans get in too. But I just have a feeling that it's going to be, as they say, we talked about the other time, chalk with Chiefs 49ers. I just feel like... That's what it's, it's going to end up being. Yeah, I'll watch it. Of course, it's the Super Bowl, but I'm just going to be like, ah, really? 
Would Even be, though it would probably would be a good game, though. Yeah. Hey, how about Texans Chiefs? Uh, Texans Lions, I mean. Texans Lions would be a fun Super Bowl. Oh, my God. That'd be crazy. That would be weird. That'd be Very weird. weird. I mean, just, just two weeks of having Dan Campbell quotes in between the championship game and the Super Bowl could oh, get God. interesting. So He may literally break C.J. Shroud's kneecaps. Yeah. He yeah. He's going to start yeah. going for two before he even scores a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, we're going for two. And they're going to be like, Dan, yeah. you have not scored the initial touchdown he, yet. He may cut the punter before they even <laughs> play the game, so they, there's no chance of them punting on fourth down. Oh, God. Crazy. Now, well, Brett, Brett. Real quick, I know you're you're getting ready for your Olympics podcast this summer, but um, are you going to watch the Super Bowl in at home? Are you, this is to everyone. What are your plans for the, any plans for the Super Bowl? Super Bowl party at home, going out. What is what is everyone going to do? I'm glad I went ahead three weeks ahead, but um. <laughs> uh, I think I'm just going to watch it at home. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Me too. Just watch it. Lachlan will be. He's actually. He has been interested in the Super Bowl since he's been a little kid. He always gets up for the Super Bowl. So I think this year will be even more special for him for having followed the NFL this season. Um. So yeah, it'll just be us three. Get a lot of hors d'oeuvres. Got a lot of horsey dwarves. Little hot dogs. You know what I'm saying? Some beer. Take Old some hot shots. dogs from Lachlan. Yeah, maybe ma- margaritas, <laughs> maybe a margarita with a little salt on the glass. Oh. Uh-huh. A little skinny margarita, maybe. Yeah, I'm planning maybe. on watching from home, too, just because yeah. I always I like to watch the game. When I, I mean, I have fun at Super Bowl parties, but I don't ever I don't I, you don't I don't just you don't get to watch as well because there's so much other shit going on and people talking. So I prefer watching it at home so I can actually watch the game and. Yeah, like like uh, like with Lachlan, Luke is old enough now that he likes to watch the game with me. He doesn't understand everything that's going on, but so that's always that's a fun thing too. So that's my plan as of now. I mean, you never know; it could change between yeah. now and then. I I just I, I wanted to make the Olympics podcast thing to Brett, and I didn't know what question to ask, so that's why I asked that. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm probably not even gonna watch the Super Bowl and watch 70s Aquaman cartoons anyway. Oh, so low! Come on, you gotta watch so just low. for the prop bets. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's the most that's fun, true. dude. Come on. The kickoff is the best. I've won it three years in a row. The kickoff nice. has a touchback. Nice. <laughs> Almost didn't happen last year. It was well, like a weird kick. I'm like, oh, I will shit. be honest with you guys, since we're talking about betting, that if the 49ers and the Chiefs do make the Super Bowl, I th- and if the Chiefs win, just that scenario happens, 49ers versus Chiefs in Super Bowl and Chiefs win. I think I stand to win like five or six hundred bucks because I did put a fair amount of money before the season started on that scenario happening and and separately too. So like just them making the Super Bowl and then the Chiefs winning. Oh, wow. So that does have something to do with me wanting that to happen. It's going to be oh. raining Legos in your basement. Actually. Yeah, I know, right? I'm it's like, raining oh, Legos. Pay a bill. Hallelujah! It's raining Legos. Have you uh, figured out what jersey you want yet? Oh, oh yeah! Ooh, we're getting some static coming. Ooh, that was kind of interesting. It kind of kept creeping. It was after. like beep, yeah. beep, 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 breaking news from BTK's basement. Um, I have, and you know what? I don't know. You know what? I haven't. I haven't. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna go with a CJ Stroud jersey, but now I'm like, they have to make the Super Bowl for me to. For me to do that, because when will I really wear it during the season? Axel's just you know? teasing; he's just playing with us. I know. All I of know. us would would have made our decision like 
weeks before. Oh, Axel's like, tough. you know, this is high pressure. <laughs> yeah, because this is the first official jersey. Like, yep. you know, you'll go on the plaque. Axel Foley, yeah, winner. It's a tough one. CJ Shroud jersey. I mean, you know, you should get a Len Dawson Chiefs jersey. Is what oh, you should get. Not Len Dawson. God, I just remember. I remember, <laughs> remember how grouchy. Inside the NFL? I know he was so grouchy all the time. Even Nick Bonacani. He was, was great. Like, he was great. I he loved would cry that show, all the time. Man. Nick Bonacani. Right. I loved it because when the Cowboys, yeah, the Cowboys wouldn't be on TV and I wait for those like two seconds of highlights against the Cardinals oh, on inside the NFL. That was <laughs> and I'd be like, Oh, and I would record it just yeah. the highlights. I'm like, oh yeah. I got a couple plays from the game. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was talking to Lachlan about that. Like you can just go on YouTube and watch any player or anything. Like we would just hear about Jim Brown, Jim Brown. And then one time they'd show you a clip. Yeah, like during a yep. game, and you'd be like, "Oh shit, he was awesome!" How do you know? I saw him uh-huh. run one time. <laughs> it's exactly. <right. laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. Like kids today have oh. nothing. They they cannot say like if they don't know if they're like, hey, "Did you watch Michael Jordan play?" No, that was before my time. No, all that shit is available to you. You can I go know you watch. Can't it. Say that anymore. You know, that was yeah, hard. That's why I always loved the playoffs. It was impossible for me to see AFC teams. Because I mean, it was I would always get Packers and Vikings, and the and the Chiefs were terrible most of the time back then. So everything close mm. to me was always NFC teams all the time. So I, that's why I love the playoffs. So that was the only time I could see the Chargers play or the Broncos or any of those teams. So yeah. that's completely changed now. Yeah. And then in the old days too, it's like whenever I want to watch the Cowboys the late game, it would always be in progress. Mm. Yes, you'd be so in the middle low. of the first quarter right. or something. <laughs> You're right. Oh, I hate it. You're like, that. no, we joined in progress a game that was better ten minutes ago. But here you go. <laughs> yeah, I hated that. Oh, and then they. I mean, at least they finally have changed the times. You know, to and plus we have access to the games. Except if Fox decides to show a game, it's over. They go to bonus coverage and they let bonus coverage run into the next game, which I still don't understand. It's bonus God coverage. Damn, bonus you should cut coverage. to the fucking game. I agree. Fuck your bonuses. Well, yeah. speaking of a bonus, do we have a bonus segment tonight? Brett, are you going to take over the love seat and talk to us or what are we doing? Yeah, I, I wanted a, a short love seat segment where I could uh, talk a little bit about my visit to the College Football Hall of Fame this past weekend. Well, let's hear it. I like it. Well, um, as you know, it's in it's located in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, they the, um, they have a giant wall of full size helmets. When you first walk in, nice. which so I, I made sure I got a picture of, uh, you know, Syracuse, Minnesota, Georgia. Nice. And, uh, no Rutgers. <laughs> no, sorry. Until sorry, Axel watches a game. <laughs> as soon as Axel tells Pacheco. you one Rutgers Pacheco's player that's in the Rutgers. Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> he's supposed to tell me. Oh, sorry. So they give you this badge where they can. You, they scan your team, uh, team of choice on it. And so when you're walking up, you said me, Akron, <laughs> Akron was your team. of The choice. Zips. Yeah. The Zips. <laughs> Sorry, Brad, I'll shut up. 
<laughs> so when you're walking up, when you're walking up to this uh, the screen thing, it'll like scan it, and then it'll immediately pop up like all the Georgia players and coaches that are in the Hall of Fame. So you can like click through their bio and stuff. So that's pretty cool. And, but obviously, you can search for any team you want. So I got I, I got some pictures of uh, Syracuse and Minnesota, and not Rutgers. So um, <laughs> it's also and, uh, there's a lot, a lot of interactive stuff. Like um, there's a, a a college game day desk that you can sit behind, and then they project oh, nice. your image uh, onto a screen <laughs> next to Kirk Herbstreet and Reese Davis, and so you go through a segment where you you read off. You dress up as Al Michaels and be like, "What am I doing here?" <laughs> And you read off a teleprompter, and it's like a minute long video that you can get uh, of you. Like you're you're the guest picker basically on College Game Day, so it's, that's pretty fun. That's cool. But but I had a trivia question for you guys that that occurred to me. There's an area. Well, first of all, uh, I got a picture of uh, Paul Bunyan's axe for Ando. Nice. And I got a picture of. Are you getting these developed in a dark room? Well, we haven't seen them. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a giant wall where it shows you like the evolution of the uh, equipment and whatnot. And one one of the mannequins is all decked out in a Syracuse uniform, so I got that. Yeah, baby. Um, but the the epic rivalries section. They they uh, there's eight rivalries that they focus on where they they have built this little like billboard pillar thing that they go in more depth um and i was going to ask you guys if you could name those eight rivalries or how long it would take you like how many incorrect guesses would you get before you get like the it's the major rivalries yeah the the rivalries that the hall of fame just Decided to focus on. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's the best and, way. I, I, well, I I'm sure Ohio State, Michigan, obviously, is on there. Yes, that is on there. I think I know Would, one. Uh, I don't even know college. Oh, go for it. Go uh, for it, Axel. Uh, is it? We'll, uh, we'll go around the couch. Isn't it like Alabama and Auburn? Aren't they a big rivalry? Oh, yes, they Axel. are a big one. Good job. All right. Yes, they are All on right. there. I feel good about that. Then my now. guess. Then my guess will be Florida, Florida State. No. Whoa! Damn! Oh, no Florida, Florida. Oh, Andy, what? Hang on, Andy. You said Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, I thought I was to say that. That wasn't either. That Oklahoma, Texas has to be on there. Oklahoma, Texas is on there. Yes. Um, Rutgers, Princeton. <laughs> Ooh, no, sorry, that is oh, not me. All right, I gotta get um, Washington, Washington State. No, that's a good one. Um, Damn it! What about? I mean, it, uh, oh, go ahead. It, there, there. It, it it goes into other areas. It goes into more rivalries than just these eight. These are just the eight that they decided the were important enough to build a little pillar for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, USC, oh, USCLA. Uh, no, not Army one. Navy. What the hell? This college football. Oh, wait a second. No. Wait, USC, Ando, you can't Dame. guess. Sorry. You, Sorry. Hey, hey, Ando, you get one guess. <laughs> Sorry, that was my bad. I messed up on that one. Axel, do you want to say something uh, like that? Yes, USC yeah. Notre Dame made I said Army yeah. Navy. Army Ooh, Navy's on one. there. Good job. Yeah. All right. Harvard Yale. Harvard Yale Ooh. is on there. That's oh, yes, I got one. one. Oh, wait, wait. I, I know. I know. Rutgers versus Dark. the Rutgers B squad. <laughs> 
<laughs> the JV. <laughs> there's, there's That's two in the eighth left pillar. You guys haven't guessed. Two oh, left. Oh, gosh. I know. Um, See, I start thinking of like Paul Bunyan's axe and all that stuff. You know, people who yeah. play for things. Um, how but about... now I'm thinking of history. Of history. Well, that's those ones like the public. Miami, so Florida it, State. Like one? Years. Miami, Florida, Miami State. Florida State did not make the list. Of course um, it didn't. How about um, Minnesota, Wisconsin's not on there, is it? No, it is not. Um, how about uh, Rhode Island versus Tallahassee? <laughs> <laughs> Tallahassee? Tallahassee, you baby, the man from Tallahassee versus. Well, what versus, about? Oh yeah, the man. From what about Oregon, Oregon State? That did not make the list. Yeah, yeah they I don't like the Pac-12 so. too much. Yeah. Right, just tell us, Brett. What's the next? No, it wait, is a Pac-12. Uh, oh. I'll give you a hint. There is one of them is a Pac-12 rivalry. Um, oh, Cal Stanford. Cal Stanford. Oh yes, nice. nice. So and the guy. last one, y'all are probably not going to get. Um. Rutgers Air versus Force, Colorado State. What conference is it? <laughs> it is uh, not Division One A. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, so Union, Wisconsin, Wisconsin Whitewater. <laughs> no. I'll go ahead and tell you it's Grambling versus Southern. Oh, oh okay. Uh, okay. Wow. That, that's actually yeah. That makes sense, though. I've heard of well, that. That's a cool before. So, do they have? You said they yeah, had a, a they had an axe there. Do they have all of like replicas of all the? All the traveling trophies? No, not, not, not probably not nearly all of them. They just had the have same, some of the big ones. Yeah, some of the big ones. Yeah, cool. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. And then um, oh, that's at awesome. the end, there's like th- three stories, and you work yourself from the third story down to the first story. And the last thing you do is they have this. Uh, field this regulation field that's 35 yards plus an end zone so i guess like 45 yards long with a regulation goalpost, and um you get to try out these drills so you get uh you get one chance at a, a 20 yard field goal and a like, 25 yard pass into oh. this like three foot by three foot basket thing you hit them both didn't you brett <laughs> so there's like there's like 10 people <laughs> ahead of me in line and every single one of them did not even come close to, to hitting the field goal. Um, a lot of them just kind of hit over the ball and like hit it kind of straight into the ground. So I get over there <laughs> and I knock that sucker and it is going and it hits off the freaking crossbar. Oh, you got a <laughs> So I told everybody that I was trying to hit the crossbar, of course. Yeah. You were. You were. Admit it. And uh, there were a couple of people that hit the pass. Unfortunately, I missed the pass by a yeah, few feet. I probably but, were you kicking like Mark Mosley, like straight ahead, straight ahead, or barefoot? <laughs> yeah, no. barefoot? yeah, barefoot. Yeah, barefoot. Yeah, I should remember have. those barefoot kickers. Yes. Yeah, I I that guy from Chicago. The Chicago had a barefoot kicker, didn't they? Back in the uh, day, uh, Rich Carlos for the when he was with the Vikings, did it for a yeah, while, or uh, the Broncos too. That wasn't too was long ago. Sh- Oh, Sean Landetta wasn't a bear. Oh, uh, Ray Ray Wershing. Ray Wershing. Was it Ray? Wor- no, either Ray Wershing or Franklin. No, Franklin. Oh. Tony Franklin. Tony Franklin. Patriots. Yep. He for the Patriots. He was a he was a barefoot. Kid. Tony Robbins goes Wershing. barefoot over the hot coals. That's kind of like, right? 
Oh, so does Nick from Family Ties. That's true. That's you true. said it was three stories and it has like a little uh, little simulated field. So it's pretty decent size then, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's a decent size. Yeah, it's, it's three stories. Most of it's on the second floor. Like the top floor is like all of the, like everybody who's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, like you the can, you can look, Cooper You can look them up. Um, no, not really any busts. Um, oh, just a list and stuff? But yeah, a, a, like a list, like a year-by-year list. Um, and then also a, there's like eight different screens that you can walk up to. And then you can look up, uh, you know, the bio of every single person that's in the Hall of Fame. And does um, it have all the Heisman my, winners and stuff in there? Or Oh, good question. I may have missed that. I'm sure it does um, somewhere. I have um, a couple of questions for you, Brett. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Number one. Is Rutgers, much- <laughs> is, is Rutgers Brown the video of the greatest game ever played? No. Oh, Number okay, one, how much does it cost to get in? I think it was $31. $31. Okay. Number two, how many people were there? It was not crowded at all. Good. The, I like um, that. There were uh, actually when when you select your team, a little light lights up underneath your helmet on the on the wall of helmets, and these are like regulation helmets. This is freaking huge, um, so you could actually look up and see. Oh, there's a, there's a Stanford person here. There's a there's a uh, oh, Wisconsin cool. person here. There's an yeah. Iowa State person here. So like <laughs> that's kind of interesting, um, but. Um, yeah, what, was, oh, what did you just ask me? So there weren't that many helmets <laughs> lit up. Yeah, yeah. So th- there was maybe <laughs> there's a few dozen people there, but it wasn't very crowded. Okay. Yeah. Number three, was there a gift shop and did you purchase anything? There was a gift shop, yes. And I did purchase um, for my parents. Eric sucks. <laughs> 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 how did you guess no uh, I, I looked around i didn't really see anything that jumped out the only thing i decided to purchase was because my parents were taking care of my son for the weekend i got my my dad a pair of georgia tech socks and my mom a pair of georgia socks nice i knew those socks i knew it nice yes. yeah, you're okay. right solo question number four right how long were you there She's still there. Probably. (laughs) He's calling from the goalpost. Probably around two hours. Okay. Number five. Did you eat anything while you were there? Did you go to the concession stand? You know what? They did not have a concession stand. Terrible. Number six. Were Um, they showing? They did give out free Coke. Oh. I did drink a Coke while I was there. Oh, well, it is Atlanta. Number six. Was there were there any special rooms where you could sit down and watch a short filmed presentation? Yes. Okay. How many? There, of there's them was a small. There, no, there's one small auditorium. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Um, where that played like it was just kind of like a hype video for the sport of football. Oh, okay. The sport nice. of college football. It was like 10, 12 minutes long, but it was okay. it was pretty cool. Got all you. Right. Got you. The juices flowing. All right. Well, that's all the questions I have. Number Thank seven. You very much, question number seven. <laughs> Would you ever take Axel to the College Football Hall of Fame? Let's go. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, if you wanted to go, sure. I would like to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I've has anyone here ever been to it? I have. Oh, yes. I like that. You know, it was a long. I went. I went 
God, you know when I went? 1992. A couple of my buddies from Rhode Island came to visit me in Pennsylvania that summer. And my dad drove us. And uh, it was pretty cool. I don't remember a lot of it. I do still have a picture like of uh, Bob Lilly's like section in the Hall of Fame. But, I, you know, to be honest, yeah, it's, it was so long ago. Wow. I would like to go back because um, I'm sure now, you know, 30 years of more stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bus were cool and stuff. And um, but, yeah, wow. Um, that's cool, I think man. that's it. I think I, did I go to the Basketball Hall of Fame. I'm, no, I was in Springfield, Mass., but I don't think I went. Baseball, I've never been to Cooperstown. And that's, uh, that's the only I've been to Cooperstown. That's the only one I've been, been to. Cooperstown. Cooperstown is amazing. God, baseball is all about history and records. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, geez. Totally. I, I, I was able to go with my dad, who was just a huge seamhead like baseball nerd, guy. So it was, yeah. it was awesome. That's cool. Oh, that's awesome. You should add that to your yeah. uh, baseball park trips with your dad solo. You would, you yeah. Would it, well, that's, yeah, that's the thing is we, when we go on these trips, I mean, we haven't gone in a while. I mean, we technically we only have Toronto left, but plus new stadiums we haven't gone to. But we we when we go to the city, we try to do things that are relevant to the city. Like I met him one weekend in Oakland because my dad, when he was still working, he was he had some meetings out there. So we went and we did like we did the wineries, we did Alcatraz, we went to a game, uh, drove through the ghetto, all in one in like. 36 hours we did everything it was like some hookers some blow we did everything we, we, well we were at a trip stop light. fantastic what studio 54 we, we went wrong way and we were in the middle like i thought i was on the set of the wire i was like oh man it was pretty rough it was pretty rough so low. all right gentlemen i have to urinate profusely because i usually don't stick around for the um the love seat but brett you did a great job thank you for taking us through that yeah, that was fun. That was awesome. Thank yes, you. That was a real treat. You know, we should do, I was thinking that made me think we should do like an, a one off season special would be just fun football memories. Like do it like what maybe fun games we went or experiences or so, you know, that'd be fun. But anyway, uh, thank you solo for sharing your sadness with us and we'll get you through it. Now, all of our thank teams you for listening. Yep, are officially losers. <laughs> we have, just our our listeners, patrons, and friends teams to cheer for, and we're going to be doing that this weekend. Ando, thank you for all the stats and for putting together all of our picks, of course. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Lachlan, staying up late if you're listening. Love you, buddy. <laughs> everyone, enjoy the games this weekend. We'll be back next week where we'll only have two games to pick. That's right. It will be... The conference championships. And, we'll and a lot of coaching right. changes, maybe. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about the coaches. We'll talk about coaches next week because we'll have a lot more time. But we kept it to the games, which was pretty good. This was a great episode, guys. I'm really looking forward to the games this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to everyone. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>